Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidis, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're on page Tzadik 90, <coughs> starting a new mimer today. With the help of heaven, Shabbos, the parsha of B'shalach, Tavish Samaches, This is the song of the sea. And then, and the Jewish people sang this song, and they said, and they said, saying, and then it goes on to say the rest of the song. We have to understand why it says Yashir, which literally means it's in he he sang. It's a singular tense. Um, being that it says afterwards that Moshe and the Jewish people sang this song in the plural. It should have said in the plural tense, Yashiru, they sang. So why does it say he sang in the singular tense? Also, we have to understand what it says, this song. Why does it have to say, then they sang this specific song, this song? It should, could have just said, then Moshe and the Jewish people sang, then Moshe and the Jewish people sang, and they said, and just got, went on and, and said the song right after. Why does it say, then they sang this song, and they said, and then go on and say the song? Gam, another question. Why does it say, and they said, saying? Seemingly a double expression here. Daphne and Gimel. I'm in base. Isa and the Zayar, it says, Rebelezer Pasach Walmar. Rebelezer opened up his opened up his uh, his exposition, his exegesis, his drasha, and he said, I have looked at all the different praises that they have praised Hashem, and they all, all the pra- these praises have, have started with the word Uz, then. One of the verses says, then the, then the Jewish people sang, and then Yeshua, Joshua spoke, then Shlomo Melech said, my time, what's the reason why all these different praises have started with the word Uz, then? And this is what was taught to, in answer to this question, why all praises started with the word uz. So, this is what it means. All the miracles and the mighty acts which have been done to the Jewish people happened when when the light of the holy Atika Kadisha, which usually refers to the Panemius of Atik, the Panemius of Kesser, I mean the inner core of Kesser, when this this sublime level shined, illuminated into the level of Uz, 
which is that we're talking about this, all the praises of Hashem started with the word Uz. All these miracles only happen when this light of Atik shined within the level of Uz. And the Zayar continues, Ba'alif, and the word Uz is made up of two letters, Aleph and Zayin. And when this level of Atik shined into Uz, and meaning into the Aleph, and in the Ba'alif, Ba'zayin, and in the level of the Aleph shined into the Zayin, etc., Kadis Chabr, Nehiru, the Aleph, Umatu, the Zayin, when the light, when the light of the level of Aleph um, reached, uh, merged with and reached the Zion, which is the next letter of the word Uz, Kedain, then Ovid Nisan That's when the, the miracles and the mighty acts were brought about to the Jewish people. That is what the Zayar said. The Sarek Lavin Diktu Kalashin. And then we have to understand the specific language here that the Zayar uses, Nisan miracles and mighty acts. That's one thing we have to understand. And also, we have to understand what it says specifically. These miracles happen when the light of Atik shined into the Aleph, the Aleph of Zion, and then the light of Aleph shined into the Zion. That's when the miracles and mighty acts happen. We have to understand all this idea of the light of Atik shining into the Aleph, and the Aleph into the Ayin, and that is what causes miracles. Concerning the general idea of the splitting of the sea, it says, I will, I will gain honor, I will gain glory through, through Pharaoh, and through his whole army. And then the, Jewish, the Egyptians will know that I am, that I am Havai, that I am Hashem. That is what it says about the general idea of the splitting of the sea, that through the splitting of the sea, Hashem will gain honor, then everyone will recognize that truly that Hashem is in control. Hashem is the true God and in control of everything. We have to understand. There was nobody, none of the Egyptians were left after the splitting of the sea. It says the water covered over their enemies, and not even one of them was left. So if so, Nobody was left. How could the Egyptians know through the splitting of the sea, through this great miracle that I, I am Hashem, that Hashem is in control of everything? There was nobody left to know that. So in order to understand all these different questions, you have to first preface. The sages say, in upon three things does the world stand. On the learning of Torah, on Aveda which either means the service of the sacrifices, bringing the sacrifices in the Holy Temple on the altar, or, in our days, on the service of prayer. And the world also stands on acts of kindness. Shadamar, like it says in the verse, um, So if it wasn't for my covenant, if it wasn't for my covenant, um, This is referring to the covenant of Torah. So if it wasn't for my covenant of the day and the night, that is referring to the covenant of Torah. And also in the verse it says, to plant the heavens and to establish the earth. That refers to the pillar of service, of the carbonis, of the sacrifices or of prayer. As it says in the Medrash, on the verse, about Yaakov's dream when he, was, when he fell asleep and he saw the angels going up and down the ladder. Sula Mutz of Arza, there was a, la- a ladder that was implanted into the ground, and its head, the top of the ladder, was reaching the heavens. Sula Mutz of Arza, what is this ladder that was, it was plant- implanted in the ground? This is referring to the Kevish Amizbeach, the ramp of the altar. 
And the what does it mean that this the head of this ladder was reaching the the heavens? What's the allegorical interpretation here? That the that the smell of the burnt offerings on the altar reached all the way up to Hashem to Hashem to the heavens. And another verse says that the kindness of Hashem is from world to world or forever. This is referring to the pillar which the world stands on, the pillar of, of acts of kindness. Like it says, Chesed Hashem, the kindness of Hashem. So the verse, so the verse is implying, all these verses imply that the, the, the whole, that the world is standing upon these three pillars of Torah. Like the verse says, If it wasn't for my covenant, um, if it wasn't for my covenant of the Torah, then basically the whole world would not exist. The night and the day would not exist. That refers to the covenant of Torah. If it wasn't for that covenant, so we see that the, the learning Torah is holding up, so to say, the world's existence. And also it says to plant the heavens and to, to establish the earth. That is also referring to the existence of the world, to making the heavens and the earth. That refers to the the service of Avaida, the service of the sacrifices. How do we know that this idea of um, refers to the sacrifices, the lintoya shomayim, the heavens and the earth? Like the Medrash says, on the same idea of heavens and earth, it says about this ladder, that was the ladder of, of Jacob that was implanted into the earth and reached all the way to the heavens. That refers to the, the ramp of the altar, that's the that is the part of the that that relates to the earth and the head of that ladder refers to the smell of the sacrifices that reach all the way up to Hashem. So we see that this uh, this verse, which says that the whole planting and establishing of the heavens and the earth is only th- is only through the altar through the sacrifices, which is the pillar of avodah of service. And the third verse it says the Chesed Hashem the kindness of Hashem from world to world, or meaning. That the whole idea of kindness, of acts of kindness, is what establishes the the whole world and allows there to be the existence of the world. So that's why we see that these these three pillars are what hold up the existence of the world. Behold, so about these two pillars of service of the sacrifices and acts of kindness, it's known that service. Of sacrifices is refers to the ascent from below to above. Whereas acts of kindness causes a descent, a drawing down of godliness from above to below. So, in general, it explains the that uh, the the sacrifices when you when you're bringing a physical animal up to the altar, you're actually physically causing that. You're burning that sacrifice. It was it was absorbed and subsumed in a godly fire that would descend onto the altar and would take that sacrifice up back to its source. So it's really an ascent, causing a physical being, a physical entity, an animal to ascend and go back to its spiritual source through this heavenly fire that would come down. Whereas acts of kindness are actually, when you do an act of kindness down here, you give charity down here, you're causing Hashem to to draw down in, in a reciprocal act of kindness, so to say, from Hashem, draw down a revelation of godliness from above. So now we're going to explain this. Behold, by the by the sacrifices, you bring a physical animal onto the altar. When you bring this animal onto the altar, like I just said, that animal is becomes totally absorbed in its source and its root, in its spiritual root. In the face of the ox on the supernal chariot, which we know that refers to the source of all the anim- of all the souls of the animals 
As it's known that the four, the four animals of the supernal chariot, the Yechezkel saw in his vision, they are actually the source and the root of all the beings, the source of, this, of the souls of all the creations down here. The face of the lion, the face of the lion is the source and the root of all of the animals, of all of the animals down here in this world. Meaning, referring to all the all the wild animals, just like the the lion is a wild animal, all the non kosher wild animals. That is the source of them, the the face of the lion. seeming seems to be a mistake here. It says pnei shedish, but it should be pnei shayr. The face of the ox and the face of the ox is the is the root and the source of the energy of the souls of all of the animals, domestic animals, which can be brought as sacrifices, which are kosher, open a nesher, and the face of the eagle. This is the this is the root and the source of the energy of the souls of all of the birds. And the last of the four faces on the chariot is the face of the man. Is the root and the source of the of the persons of the humans. Nefeshasiklis um, intellectual soul allows him to have the ability to intellectualize and to to um, think deeply about things. So basically, the intellect of a person. Even though that the physical animal has no comparison to the to that to this sublime source of the face of the ox at all, there's no comparison whatsoever. In an order for the for the soul of the ox for the soul of a physical animal to come down from that sublime source, there has to be many 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 descents and chains of descents and contractions and diminishments of the divine energy in order to reach that physical being down here, the physical ox. Nevertheless, still the source, the face of the ox within the divine chariot is this, the root and the source of the of the soul, of the energy, the spiritual energy that this physical ox has down here. Through the many myriads and myriads of Descents and diminishments of this divine energy. There was there is drawn down from that sublime source this soul and the energy of the animal down here and the physical animal. Even though there's no there's no comparison between them, but many after many descents and many diminishments and contractions, that energy that can come down and to become enclosed into the animal and be, and be its its life force, its vitality. And similar to the, what the sages say in the Medrash, there is no blade of grass down here which does not have a mazel above, which basically means a source of energy, a source of spiritual energy. There is no blade of grass which doesn't have its own spiritual source above, which hits it, which strikes it and, te- and tells it to grow, which obviously means in a spiritual sense, which basically every blade of grass, every single creation has a spiritual source above which from from which it receives its divine energy and that is what causes all the spiritual characteristics of that of that specific being meaning the growth of it and any other characteristics it has comes from that spiritual source <clears throat> we're on the top of page Sadiq Aleph and the similar with similarly with trees not just blades of grass so for indeed, the a blade of grass and the tree, 
with the with the tam, the, the taste of whatever that tree pr- produces, the fruits of that tree, and the highest and the vitality within these physical beings of the blade of grass and the tree, it has no comparison whatsoever to the mazal ruchni, to the spiritual mazal, the spiritual source within the firmament, within within the spiritual realms. It doesn't have any comparison whatsoever to that physical, those, these physical beings. And nevertheless, the root, the source of this, of the, of the taste and the vitality that these physical beings have, um, which this is the whole reason, the whole reason that they have the ability to, to sprout is because of the spiritual source, the spiritual, spiritual energy within them. Is from this spiritual source, the mazel. And their whole characteristic, their, their unique characteristics of these physical uh, entities and the way that they act, the way that they interact with the world, is all according to the way of their spiritual source. Just like the, whatever characteristics they have, if it's the, the sweetness that they have or the sour taste that they have, it's all, it's all according to the spiritual source the specific spiritual source with which these creations receive their divine energy from. That when this divine energy, this vitality, is within the spiritual source of the mazel, it is in a very spiritual way. But when it descends through many diminishments and contractions, and it reaches the physical blade of grass in the tree, it becomes translated into a physical taste, a physical energy, an energy which relates to the physical being. So even though there's no diff- there's no comparison between the spiritual source and the physical beings, nevertheless, all the characteristics of these physical beings do descend from that source through many contractions and diminishments and descents after descents, and everything is according to that spiritual source. We'll stop there at the top of page Sadiq Aleph, ninety one five lines from the top. Thank you everybody for listening to the new podcast Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb, and. If anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidisonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Teirer Lukute Teirer almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other, our older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tovim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode, a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this, uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And... You can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.